From Johannesburg to Jerusalem, the world is always changing, growing and innovating. Join Benji Shulman for the next hour as he brings you the trendsetters, the thought leaders and those creating news before it happens. Only on the new Blue Review, your favorite Jewish culture and current affairs show. Every Monday at 9 a.m. right here on 101.9 High FM. I am Benji Shulman and this is 101.9 Chai FM. Good to be with you on the program. And uh, as usual, this time of the week, we cross over to Dear South Africa and Rob Hutchinson to get a read in what is going on in Parliament. We've just had uh, Sona and uh, we'll have the budget speech, which is kind of important coming up. And uh, we want to see what is going on. And so the man to do that is Rob. How are you doing, Rob? Nice to have you on the New Blue Review. Good morning, Benji. Great to be here once again. Rob, what do you make of this topic I was talking about uh, before the break? People on Twitter speculating that uh, the Electoral Amendment Act is a chamos, uh and therefore that actually will make the IEC's life very difficult. And unless they can find a way to fix it, then it, it will delay the proper legal implementation of the election and that's why we're not seeing uncle Cyril talking about dates for elections just yet well look it is it is a mess a mess benji there's no doubt about that there's been recent amendments to it to cater for independent candidates um that seems to have taken a backstage now with the ruling from the constitutional court and there's a whole lot of other amendments um that have that have come come into play there's very little time for the for the IEC to adopt any amendments to get get anything in place. Um, they have to change systems quite radically to to cater for uh, such amendments. So you're right. There is there is major concern over whether the elections will take place immediately or not. Um, however, uh, I I don't think there will be too much of a delay in it. Um, I think the elections will will still take place pretty soon after Parliament dissolves. Um, and we will we will still go, still go ahead. There have been uh, other concerns also around um, the time. We haven't seen interesting. We haven't seen much um, pol- politicking from uh, many political parties. There's there's been very little chatter compared to previous previous elections. I mean, they are technically just around the corner, but we haven't seen. You know, major marketing initiatives or or speeches and public outcries like the EFF would do normally, and and so on, which does raise the question as to whether there there is an insider knowledge that it's going to happen later on during the year, giving political parties more time, which which you know, we'll have to have to weigh up the odds there. But it's a bit early to make any uh, any any. Um, Judgments or, or or any decisions as to whether it will be or whether we drew. Um, there's a lot of rumours that will obviously surface around here, and I'm sure a lot might be put out by opposition parties in an attempt to uh, portray the ANC as a very very weak government, which I'm not arguing with. But <laughs> but nonetheless, it, we've got to take into consideration the marketing tactics behind behind elections as well. Now, <clears throat> we did have the State of the Nation address. Uh, it was, bl- uh, uh, you know, a- the EFF didn't pitch up, so uh, that made it quieter than normal. Uh, they, they had it, of course, in the, in the City Hall, not in Parliament because of the fire, uh, which is still being uh, sorted out. And, um, uh, I mean, Uncle Cyril did his speech. It was very much an electoral speech. 
and yes. and and focused in on um, a few issues which we've covered here. Obviously, the the, uh, the electricity stuff. People, you know, as soon as he finished, it was stage three, very shortly afterwards, stage four, then stage six, uh, after he had said that this is now sorted out. So I think that that was not probably what he was aiming for. Uh, some quite disturbing questions around the NHI. Uh, you know, he's kind of mm-hmm. saying, well, he's looking for a pen and uh, uh, almost uh, suggesting that this thing is, is done and that he's going to go forward with it. Uh, for me, those were two significant parts of it. I'm not sure quite what else. I mean, he, he he did his best to sort of you know say that we're fixing things and things are are getting better and it's not as bad as you think. What was your takeaway on 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 that? Look, it, uh, I, I said it beforehand before Soda that it would need it would definitely be an opportunity for Ramaphosa to um, present uh, the ANC's election strategy and then use that use that whole Sona. Uh, speech as a, as an opportunity to show how the ANC has achieved and how things are going to come in, come into place and and so on. Not much substance at all from from his speech. Um, nothing new. Nothing uh, wildly unpredictable. It was pretty much run run of the mill uh, speech from him. But uh, I think it was quite disappointing to be to be dead honest. But um, trying to trying to present. Uh, the achievements when really there have been such major disappointments has was was quite quite astounding and definitely the referrals to the NHI was predictable um, the NHI as I've said for ages is is probably the ANC's trump card in this in the upcoming elections um, and uh, it's, he has to he has to play that card along with other um, other motives and moves to to capture more voters uh, at this stage. He, he knows exactly where, where their strengths lie, um, and that's what he seemed to have focused on. Absolutely. Uh, fascinating and uh, good insights we have, as always, from Rob Hutchinson. Uh, we're going to be talking to him still, uh, just coming up after this. Uh, I am Benji Shulman. This is 101.9 High FM. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 Chai FM, talking to Rob Hutchinson today uh, from dear South Africa. Rob, now let's just uh, actually spend some time with Parliament doing some actual work when it actually does. Uh, and, <laughs> uh, and as usual, putting down a controversial bill about the issue of government procurement. Talk to us about that. Yeah, it is. This, this is quite a controversial bill. It's been floating around since about 2020 um, in, in various forms. It was brought brought about mainly by the findings of the Zonda Commission and uh, trying to get a control over public procurement, as that's where most of the corruption does does happen in, in South Africa. Unfortunately, it's quite an extensive area, very complicated pieces of legislation, many pieces of legislation that are... Uh, have to be considered un, under the procurement procurement act, and it's it's quite a complicated thing. So this is a, a total rework of the public procurement uh, process, which tries to create a framework for the purchase of goods and services by all entities of government, from national up to provincial, municipal, and even state-owned entities. Um, it also tries to establish a public procurement office, which sits, with, sits within the National Treasury. And that itself in, does bring in a, a few issues as well. It was opened for public comment and passed by the National Assembly uh, last year. 
uh, the public participation was criticized as not being extensive enough, and it wasn't. And now it's sent on to the NCOP, National Council of Provinces, right now, and also only open for a, a astonishingly small or short period of time for such an important bill. Um, the, there are several problems with it, especially around uh, preferential procurement, which uh, is a major criticism of the bill. It seems to uh, they've introduced a whole a whole section which uh, strengthens professional procurement and makes it pretty vague, in that it allows uh, certain entities and institutions uh, to set almost set their own rules around preferential procurement. Who who gets it? And there's there's a list of of um, uh, people or uh, categories of people that are presented within the bill. Um, but again, it, it seems to be quite vague as to how it how it goes on. It does strengthen BEE um, to the point where uh, they completely adjust the BEE thresholds that a company has to do, has to, has to meet, and um, the percentage of the the points that they they do. There's a greater allocation of points towards preferential procurement allocated to BEE. Uh, rules, in fact, in some cases, up to about sixty percent um, is is focused on whether they are level one BE or uh, completely black owned. Um, there's even a set aside list which sets aside certain categories of people, excludes them from from the uh, procurement places completely, and uh, makes it uh, only possible to issue procurement and uh, tenders to a certain group of people. So. Um, it seems to completely ignore uh, the findings of, of the Zondo Commission or recommendations of the Zondo Commission, which were around uh, strengthening and greater oversight and better measures in place to prevent corruption and uh, illicit tenders being awarded uh, in the procurement process. This new bill seems to ignore all of that completely and uh, seems to double down on on preferential pro- procurement and quite possibly makes it even uh, more susceptible to to corruption. So some major concerns there, Benji, in in this bill. Um, as I said, it's in within the NCOP and only open for uh, for comment for another ten days, which is, uh, in my opinion, completely unsatisfactory. Yeah, absolutely. And if it's at the NCOP level, then it's essentially once that gets stamped, then it goes to the the president's desk. Uh, and that's correct. I mean, what you're saying around uh, people being excluded—that's a, a new level that we haven't seen actually uh, before. Yeah. But you know, so I think that that's be interesting to to find out what that is. Uh, and I'm sure you'll be able to do that if you go onto dearsouthafrica.co.za. If you if you at all are impacted by doing business with the government, it's something that you'll want to have a look at. Uh, and and definitely comment on only for the next 10 days. So, uh, Rob, I imagine that people will be able to do that. Definitely, definitely. It'll be, it'll be up on, on the website within a few minutes. Um, I always like to reveal things here before they come on onto go. the website. <laughs> but, yes, it's, it's, a, it's an incredibly important bill. In fact, I'd say it's one of the, the most important bills of, of Ramaphosa's uh, tenure. Really, it is, and uh, the public must have their say in this, especially as you said, those who, who deal with with government. Well, there you go. Uh, go have a look at that, Rob Hutchinson. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, as always, on on the new Blue Review. Do have a good week, and uh, we'll chat to you again next week. Fantastic, Benji. You and your listeners have a fantastic week ahead.
Thank you so much. Bringing us to the end of the show for today. Thank you so much for the whole team who puts it together. To Craig who pushes the big red buttons. Vusi who's on the sound. And to you, dear listener, who joins us every single week. Do join us again next week on the New Blue Review.